With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Turns and conditions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club! Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Pittsburgh Steelers fans, what's going on? This is Jeff Harkin, Senior Editor of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com with you for another episode of Let's Ride, your Monday, Wednesday, Friday morning podcast, and it is Wednesday hump day, and it just feels good that everything kind of feels like it's back to normal at least. And if you think back to last week, Minnesota game was on Thursday night, the Wednesday game, which is normally when I do the mailbag, which I did last week, but also had to preview the upcoming game. We had blue check back. It was a nightmare. The show wasn't a nightmare. I thought it was a great show, but the whole chaos that led up to that game was a nightmare. And I can only imagine what it's like for the players trying to have that quick turnaround, especially for the Steelers who were coming off that big 20 to 19 win over the Ravens, having to put that behind you so quickly and then moving on to the next opponent. I know how chaotic it is for us behind the steel curtain, and I can only imagine what it's like for the athletes out there and the coaching staff. But nonetheless, we are back in a normal week. Mike Tomlin was back at the podium on Tuesday. We're going to talk about all of that and more. And before we get into the thick of things here, I want to remind you that BehindTheSteelCurtain.com should be your one-stop shop for all things Pittsburgh Steelers. And wherever you get your podcasts, search Steelers or Behind the Steel Curtain, subscribe, follow, whatever you have to do so that you don't miss a thing. Not just my Monday, Wednesday, Friday Let's Ride podcast, but also our noon lineup, the Stat Geek with Dave Schofield, the Live Mic with Michael Beck on Tuesdays, all of our PM shows, and then also... 
the Mary Steeler Christmas. I think that's what it's called. I did mine on Tuesday, uh, or yeah, I think it was Tuesday. Make sure you check it out. Uh, we're doing all the all of our podcasters are doing this, uh, so it just is kind of like a, a Steelers Christmas themed question and answer session where we're all going to answer the same five questions and kind of put our own spin on it. I did mine. Make sure you check it out. Make sure you check out all of them, only on the audio side. So check it out wherever you get your podcasts. Let's get started with today's podcast theme because in the second half we are doing the mailbag and my ride or die crew didn't disappoint as they never do the headline of this podcast the title of this show is the answering the question is help on the way down the stretch for the Steelers like I said Mike Tomlin spoke to the media on Tuesday and he had a lot to say had a lot of updates on injured players that may be returning to the lineup and so I thought you know what it kind of makes he's kind of making it feel like there's some help coming. Now, whether that help is going to be the difference between winning and losing, well, that has yet to be seen. However, it kind of made it feel like, well, there there might be some reinforcements coming on the way. But, you know, Mike Tomlin, the, the phrase he's been using a lot this season is leaving no stone unturned, which I don't know, for some reason, when I hear that, that saying, no stone unturned, I'm leaving no stone unturned. That's what it reminds me of, kind of like that old English like king speaking to his people. I shall leave no stone unturned to find the maiden. Whatever the case may be. <laughs> Sorry about that quick little sidebar. I think about Mike Tomlin. He's trying everything. I said this before. It's literally He is literally throwing everything he has against the wall in hopes it's something that will stick. Think about defensively. I wrote an article about this on BehindTheSteelCurtain.com over the weekend about how the Steelers are running out of options. Think about inside linebacker. Bush and Schobert aren't working that great. Spillane's hurt. What do you do? He put Marcus Allen in there. Didn't pan out too well, but he tried it. He's put out a Buddy Johnson got some reps last game. I'm sure he'll be uh, slated to get some more repetition as a rookie. UG3 has never even been used, I don't think, this year as an inside linebacker. He's literally trying everything. Everything that he has at his disposal, he's using it. But is there help on the way? That is the question that we're going to answer here. We're going to do it position by position and see, is there help coming? Because some positions, boy, do they need some help. I mean, it is drastic. We'll put it that way. Let's start with the pass rush. Uh, You know, I'm going to coin the phrase that Jeffrey Benedict used on his cutting room floor on Monday, and that was uh, Taco Tushka. (laughs) Taco Tushka, he's referring to the pass rushing duo, the dynamic pass rushing duo. I use very thick sarcasm when I say that when talking about Taco Charlton and Derek Tushka. Tushka, Tushka, however you say his name. They're good guys, but they're not getting the job done. So they need help. Pass rush needs help. When TJ Watt and Alex Highsmith both left the game on Thursday night, well, you saw what happened. It was a lot of nothing. So for me, hearing that T.J. Watt and Alex Highsmith should be able to practice this week, potentially be able to play this week, then that means that help is on the way, that they are having reinforcements show up. And there is no better indicator of how the Steelers will do than the health of T.J. Watt. When he is healthy from start to finish, and he is actually healthy, we're not talking about coming off of an injury where he's banged up, think the Green Bay game where he was clearly not 100%. Think the the Bengals game. Uh, in week 12, clearly not 100%, yet he's out there doing his best. When he's 100%, they, they win football games. It's that simple. So, yeah, help is on the way. What about the offensive line? The offensive line is struggling. He was uh, Mike Tomlin was asked on Tuesday about why hasn't Zach Banner been given a shot? You know, what's going on there? And he said, you know, well, 
Zach Banner plays a position we haven't really had many issues with. He's talking about Chooks Okor for right tackle Dan Moore Jr. at left. He's We're on like our fifth guard, but tackles have been pretty steady. So this is a, a an interesting statement about the, the status of Zach Banner when you think about it. I mean, we're not leaving no stone left unturned. And then all of a sudden, you know, you're, you're not going to leave any stone unturned, but you're not going to try Zach Banner, a guy you paid pretty decent money to your contract in the offseason. You're not going to give him a shot over rookie Dan Moore, over Chooks Okorafor, who's in the final year of his rookie contract. I find that hard to believe, but nonetheless, is help coming on the interior? And you think they're at John LeGlue. I mean, John LeGlue did it, has done a great job one in the limited roles he's had, but I mean, my goodness, look at what they've They've had Kevin Dotson, IR with a high ankle sprain, BJ Finney, JC Hassenauer, Joe Haig has played guard. Like, they're literally on their fifth guard here, people. Speaking of Haig, Haig is off the COVID-19 reserve list. He should be able to return to the team. And Mike Tomlin even said that JC Hassenauer is working his way back. I was hoping that he would give some type of update on Kevin Dotson, that he might return soon, but he did not. And he doesn't have to say anything because he's on the reserve injured list. So that means that when you're on IR, the coach doesn't have to give a status on your overall ability or availability. So, but is there help on the way? I would think that, you know, if, if they like LeGlue and give him a shot, at least you would have someone like Haig, eventually someone like JC Hasnauer there who has experience that can step in if things go south. In my opinion, is John LeGlue any worse or better? I mean, is he worse than Jay, Joe Haig at guard? I didn't. I think I don't think so. Keep him in there. See how he does. BJ Finney's still hurt. I doubt he plays. I wouldn't be shocked if he ends up on injured reserve, to be honest with you. But I would say that on the offensive line, it's not great help, but there is help on the way. Let's go to the defensive line. Everyone wants to talk about Stefan Tuitt. Look, there's four games left. And if, if he were to come off IR, you start the 21-day clock. And I let me let me put it bluntly. He's not playing. I don't think he's playing this season. And on at this point, why would you? Why would you sell Stefan to it to gear up and suit up to potentially go out there and get hurt? At this point, you say, Stefan to it, we're shutting you down. I mean, he's on IR, but we're shutting you down, and you're not going to play this year. Let's shoot for 2022. It's awful. I hate saying it. I really wish he'd be out there on the field, but he's just not. It's just not going to happen. So if that's the help that you think you're going to get, no. No, no, no. Not going to happen. Next, there are some players coming back, though, that could help. Carlos Davis. uh, Mike Tomlin said that he is hoping he is ready to go this week. I'm not saying Carlos Davis is going to be a Stefan Tuit type, but at least he has experience. At least he has a good get-off. Hopefully he's not getting pushed around as much. Maybe... Carlos Davis would be a, a guy that can come in and spell Chris Wormley on occasion. Just someone, someone. And then even Isaiah Bugs was mentioned by Mike Tomlin as a potential to be able to come back and help. Now, Isaiah Bugs has kind of been in the doghouse from time to time since they added uh, Martravius, Matra- Montravius Adams, I think is how you say it. He hasn't played, so we'll see. We shall see, but there is some help coming in that regard. On the defensive backs, now this is where Joe Hayden could come back. Joe Hayden comes back. Well, that changes a lot of stuff. That is the ability to choose, you know, Akella Witherspoon. He's coming off a game with two interceptions. Do you keep him on the outside opposite Hayden, allow Sutton to move into his more comfortable role in the dime? These are some of the options that the Steelers would have if Joe Hayden is able to return. And I'm not putting a lot of stock into Joe Hayden coming back 
I thought he could come back. He'd clearly hit a setback, some type of snag in his recovery. He was a limited participant, I think, leading up to the Bengals game. Remember, he was questionable, and then on Saturday was downgraded to out. Typically not a good sign, but maybe Hayden can come back with that extended rest, and he's able to get back on the field. They could use him. If, if that's the help, that, that is good help. That's quality help for sure. Lastly, in the linebackers, Robert Spillane, who was on the reserve COVID list, who came off of that list, He's back on the the practice field, or he will be. He's been dealing with a knee injury. But still, help in that regard could be coming. And not that he is some saving grace, but if Schobert and or Bush are not playing well, it gives you an experienced veteran option in Robert Spillane. So let's bring it on back to the middle. Okay, let's bring it back to the start, and that is, is help on the way for the Steelers. That is the question that we started the show off and that's the way I want to end this first segment. And when you look at these players coming back, now you talk about pass rush, you're talking about, yes, there is some major help coming back with T.J. Watt and Alex Highsmith. Hopefully they're able to play. There's no guarantee that any of the players that I mentioned returning to practice are going to be able. That includes Hayden, Carlos Davis, Watt, Highsmith, you name it. The offensive line, folks, I, I don't want you to get your hopes up here. Uh, I just don't think that Joe Haig returning or potentially returning is going to be some cure-all for the offensive line. Uh, when you think about the defensive line, again, let's not put all our eggs into the Carlos Davis and Isaiah Bugs basket. Uh, Joe Hayden would be a huge boost. Uh, and Robert Spillane, like I just said, we can't expect him to come in and be that tremendous of a player uh, if, if Schobert and or Bush don't perform well. So are the Steelers getting some healthy bodies back at the right time? Absolutely they are. They are getting some. They are getting healthy at the right time. Are those players that are getting healthy impact players? Some are. T.J. Watt, Alex Highsmith, Joe Hayden, they are impact players. But then when you talk about some of the other smaller names on the list, they're not going to impact the lineup too much, but they will have an impact even if it's just depth. So is help on the way? Yes, help is on the way. Is it going to be the difference? We shall see. We shall see. All right, it's a little early. I'm going to go to a break. When we come back after the break, I have a lot of questions answered from the Ride or Die crew. I'm going to answer each and every one of them. Stay tuned. Be right back. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Pittsburgh Steelers fans, welcome back to the second segment of this Wednesday Hump Day podcast, and it is mailbag time. My ride or die crew hit me up on Twitter. If you ever want to be a part of this mailbag, all you have to do is follow me on Twitter at jhartman, H-A-R-T-M-A-N, underscore P-I-T, and every Tuesday, typically it's around noon, I will put out a tweet. I will always use a Shooter McGavin gift. 
This week's gif is one of my favorite scenes as a golfer, and that is when uh, Shooter says to his caddy, hey, he's off the green. What do you think I should do here? Like, What club do you think I should use? And this is when the, the caddy says, ah, maybe I think I think you should use a five iron. He said, okay, uh, give me the wedge. And, of course, Shooter holds out. He makes the chip, and he says, uh, hey, five iron, huh? You're fired. And as he walks by the caddy. So I always think that's a funny scene, and that's the gif I used this week. And so we had a lot of responses. I'm going to get to every single one of them like I always say. If you take the time to ask me a question, I'm going to take the time to answer. So here we go. Shield91, longtime listener of the program, says, What were your thoughts on Ben's comments about the Claypool situation? I know he's never been involved in the involved leader type, but maybe that's what's missing on this team. Sounded like a guy halfway out the door. Can't say I blame him. Okay, so he's talking about Ben Roethlisberger's comments in regards to Claypool, basically saying, look, that's coach's job. What I hear... When I hear that, I don't hear a guy that's halfway out the door. I hear a guy that's tried everything he can, and it's not working. And he is at the point where he says, you know what? Someone else deal with this guy. He's probably tried to talk to Claypool. He's probably tried to mentor Claypool. And if Claypool's just sitting there thinking, ah, I do whatever I want. I'm, I'm this young guy oozing with machismo, all this stupid stuff. Then he might just say, you know what? Forget you, dude. Uh, I'm not, I'm not going to be messing with this. I took that as... Ben's tried everything that he can to help him to to kind of move him through along the system. And if Claypool's bucking the trend every single step along the way, he's probably not interested in doing another Antonio Brown where he's just going to cover up for him. He's at the end of his rope. He's at the end of his season, his end of his possibly his career. He doesn't have time or energy for that type of behavior. So I don't blame him. Don't blame him at all. Ndibs24, he asked a couple questions. He said, first, if you could add two players from other teams to this Steelers team, who would they be? For example, I'd add Larry Fitzgerald to show these young guys how to be pros. Well, Larry Fitzgerald would be great. He's actually not on a team right now. He's doing a podcast with Tom Brady every week. Uh, but other than that, it's here. Two players. I'll do one offense and one defense. I spoke on Monday about wanting to be a... I want to shut down corners. So I'll take Jalen Ramsey. I know he's mouthy. I don't care. He backs it up. I'll take Jalen Ramsey. And on offense, hmm, this is tough. Um, I'll take Justin Herbert. <laughs> if I can pick any player, I'd, that guy looks like he has a unbelievably bright future ahead of him. I am very uh, jealous of Charger fans. Not that there's many out there, but those that are, They've got a really good quarterback for a really long time. MDibs asked another one. Could you make bad do the Willie Gay celebration on a live stream? We need to bring that back. I hope you mean bringing back just the celebration, not necessarily Brian Anthony Davis doing it. I'll talk to Brian and see what we can do. <laughs> that was such a weird celebration now that I think of it. Steeler Dealer says, Jeff, given Devin Bush's size and skills, wouldn't he be a better fit at safety? Perhaps he's playing out of his natural position. Curious minds. Okay, I really thought that we were done with this stuff once Ryan Shazier left the team. I know it was unfortunate circumstances, but still, that was always the complaint with Shazier. He's too small to play linebacker. Look, they don't make linebackers like LeVon Kirkland anymore, and those that watched the Steelers in the 90s know all about LeVon Kirkland. He was a monster, and he could move. Look, Devin Bush is a very specific type of player. He is a lot like what they wanted from Ryan Shazier, sideline to sideline speed, someone that is able to flow freely. He, he is not a player. And Jeffrey Benedict said this perfectly in his Cutting Room Floor podcast. If you haven't listened, go back and check it out. 
when he talked about how Bush is not the type of player that Vince Williams is. Everyone wants him to be take on a blocker, shed the blocker, make a tackle. No, he's someone that needs someone in front of him to take up the blockers. Don't let those blockers get to the second level. Let him flow, fill the gap, and then tackle the ball. It's the ball carrier, I should say. I don't think Devin Bush is a safety. Have you seen him in coverage? I don't think he's a safety. He's a smaller linebacker. That doesn't mean he's not effective. Keep that in mind. Cheeseball10 says, out of curiosity, what do you think Claypool's current price is on the market? Also, how do you feel some of the antics and lackadaisical play this year will play out in next year's free agency? Hashtag Rider Die Crew. Okay, so first, Claypool's current price. His stock can never be lower. This kid had, he was on national news being ripped to shreds by everyone from Ryan Clark to anyone else with a microphone in front of their face. That includes us here behind the Steel Curtains podcast platform. So I don't think there's any way that his market value would be anything other than bottom barrel, no one just, hey, we'll give you a flyer. The Steelers aren't getting rid of him. The second part of your question, some of the antics in lackadaisical play, how will it play out next year's free agency? I'm assuming that you're asking me if this will impact players wanting to come to the Steelers. Well, the Steelers, if they have enough salary cap space, it, they might be able to entice players to come to Pittsburgh because of their the money that they can offer. And that's something we haven't seen a lot of in the Mike Tomlin era. But with that being said, I don't think it's going to carry over necessarily. Pitt Sportbot says, in your opinion, do you think Claypool will mature like Ben did or stay the same like Mr. Third and Fifth? Hashtag Ryder Die Crew. Thank you very much for using the hashtag. So I think that Claypool... That's a good question, actually, when I think about it. I think Claypool will mature a little bit. I think he'll understand that there's there's not a need to, in the at the end of a game in a two-minute drill, to go down on a knee and point first down. There's just no need for that. I think he'll understand that eventually. He might never change from being uh, the egotistical player that's a wide receiver. That's not that's pretty par for the course. He may also never stop being, stop being the guy that jaws at, the defender and and maybe pushes him a little too far and maybe draws a flag. He might never not be that guy, but if he learns some, then the mature, but Mr. Third and fifth was never really an issue on the field. Keep that in mind. His antics were off the field. British Owen David says, what were your thoughts on Devin Bush's comments? Hashtag Ryder Die Crew. So Devin Bush, he spoke with the media for about five or so minutes on that was Monday. And if you, if this is interesting, because I feel like there's two courses of action you can take. You could read my article at BehindTheSteelCurtain.com where I take his quotes and I'd put them all there for you. And you can read them. And then you can go to the website, the Steelers' official website, and you can watch the Zoom call. And you can listen to it. And boy, there's some contextual change between the two mediums. Between the written word and then you auditorially listening to what he's saying. I think that Devin Bush right now is frustrated I think he's frustrated with his play. I think he's frustrated with the defense. I think that he's also frustrated with the fact that he's getting crapped on every single week. And there's a good chance, like I just said, when I described him as the player that is not going to be able to take on blockers all the time, he is dealing with offensive linemen getting to him every single play. And so he is being asked to do something he does not excel at shedding blockers and making tackles and neither does Joe Schobert. Like when Vince Williams retired folks, that was a bad that that was a really 
debilitating loss for this defense. Say what you want about Vince Williams at this stage of his career. The Steelers defense could use a player like that, and they just don't have it on their roster. Robert Spillane is close to that type of player, but he's not what Vince Williams is or was, so that was a, that was a big blow. But Devin Bush is frustrated. They're all frustrated. I don't blame him for saying what he did. All right, so the Believers, he has changed it now to believe in a good draft strategy. He's one of those. He said, okay, I'm just going to repeat my question again. Can we please admit it was a bad idea and please say it is time to end the green at center experiment? The guy is a guard, can't handle a nose tackle with any power, struggles with shotgun snaps, and doesn't even know assignments. I honestly think he would be amazing at guard. He can pull, he can move, he could handle a defensive tackle if he can't. Don't have to worry about snaps, just too much in my opinion. His presence at guard could have really helped the team in a pulling guard run situation. Hashtag ride or die crew. Then he says, P.S. I'll be bringing a Titans fan to the game on Sunday. Pray we don't end up on a Twitter video. (laughs) Okay, so I'm going to answer this. You said I'm going to repeat the question. I'm going to repeat the answer. Who is going to be better at center right now? Now, if you want to go all the way back and say that when free agency was starting in in the draft, they shouldn't have drafted him, like that's fine. We can talk about that. Me, you know, Corey Lindsley, all these centers that were on the market that kind of the Steelers just kind of avoided. They didn't have the cap space, so they just avoided. And then in the draft, they could have had some centers that were, you know, there's are playing right now. And they chose to go with Kendrick Green in the third round. If you want to talk about that, we can talk about that. That's fine. But if you're going to talk about, okay, we were okay with the pick, and now we're going to give him a shot, but with four games left, we're just going to yank it. Well, first question is, who's going to go in there? J.C. Hasnauer can't, not yet. He's on IR. B.J. Finney's hurt, can't. You're looking at John LeGlue would be the center right now. Is that what you want? Because for me, I'd rather just play it out with Kendrick Green. I'm not saying he's a long-term answer. I'm not saying that I disagree with anything that you said. But the one fundamental answer that you're failing to kind of think about, if the scenario that I painted is what's accurate, is why would you take him out now? And who are you going to put in? Let's not change just to change. If you have a logical reason to change, then you change. So the Steelers giving Akello Witherspoon an, op- an opportunity, that's a change that could pay dividends. They don't have one of those at center. Keep that in mind. But ultimately, be safe at the game. Don't do something stupid. Don't do anything that I wouldn't. <laughs> I don't know what that means. All right, Daily Joint Company says, Hey, Jeff, cheating here, as always, to the Ride or Die crew. But first, would you want to extend Deontay Johnson in the offseason? He's shown awesome growth and, more importantly, shows great character, i.e. he's not immature and doesn't have issues outside or inside the game. Uh, So he thinks he's one for the future. Let me answer that first. I think the Steelers do not extend Deontay Johnson. Why? Because he still has a year left in his rookie contract. There's no need to extend him right now. Let him play his rookie contract out, then give him the money. I, I don't think there's any need to do that right now. Now, especially when they're trying to probably bring in some big-name free agents or at least entertain that thought, you want to have as much cap space as possible. Second question is that if you, Jeff, would even bring Schobert back next season, he's not played well and his cap hit will be sizable next year, but what else do we have in that room, especially from a veteran's perspective? Well, they might be able to find a veteran with their free agent cap space, but I, honestly, the more I watch Schobert, Unless they feel, and they being the Steelers, unless they feel like there is no way that Devin Bush goes back to the way he was, I don't feel a need to bring Joe Schobert back. 
unless Joe Schobert's going to take a you know a pay cut, and he's going to stay for less. I, I don't think there's any reason to have two linebackers that are the same. I'd rather pay Robert Spillane. If he can stay healthy, hope Devin Bush can come back. If the Steelers believe that Devin Bush is okay and he's good to go, then I don't think there's any way they need to bring back Joe Schobert. They can draft a linebacker. Maybe uh, Buddy Johnson is a type of player that could play alongside Devin Bush. Maybe they can pick up a free agent. There are options other than Joe Schobert, in my opinion. Okay, Brittany Shaw asks, if you could take one player off any team, who would it be and why? I kind of already answered this, Brittany, but I'll give you a different player. Um, I said Justin Herbert uh, from the quarterback of the Los Angeles Chargers. If I were to go in another direction, I would say that I would love to see, um, I think it's uh, Trent Brown, the offensive lineman, the tackle from the 49ers. He's just a beast. He's a monster. Put him on the offensive line. Would love to see it. All right, RJ, he says, Moore, Jr., Dotson, I believe will be the future if the Steelers draft O-line in the first and the second round with Rudolph, the starting quarterback for next season. Would you be okay with it? So let's rephrase this. So with left tackle Dan Moore Jr., Kevin Dotson on the left side, so he says if if the Steelers decide to go offensive line in rounds one and two, would I be okay with them keeping Rudolph? I think, Mason, I thought about this on my ride home, actually. Um, And to me... Mason Rudolph is a guy that's going to make you, you're going to be very competitive with him, but I don't think he's a player that's going to win you a Super Bowl. And that's, that is an issue. And so I I don't think the Steelers, I mean, yes, they could do that. And maybe Mason Rudolph would surprise me. And maybe Matt Canada with a quarterback like Mason Rudolph is that maybe, maybe Mason Rudolph is more suited for Matt Canada's offense. We know it's, he has to be more than Ben Roethlisberger, but still I'd be okay with it but I'm just not sure how successful the team would be. They'd have to have so much around him. It would be crazy. And then RJ finishes. I'd say, yes, Najee's doing great things this year with not a not so great line. We need an O an offensive line like Le'Veon Bell did. Just my opinion. I agree. If they went O line one and two, I wouldn't be upset. Gene asked the next question. He said, I realize green has to take his lumps and grow, but at what cost do you think they will replace him at any time this year with anybody and have him sit and learn? I, I kind of answered this earlier with the believers when he asked the question, I don't think there's anyone for them to actually put in there. Meaning if they had someone that's a viable option that they felt was better, I feel like they already would have done it. They clearly don't think that's JC Hassenauer. They clearly don't think that's BJ Finney. And even if those players were available, which they aren't, I don't think they do that. I think at this point, if there's going to be a change made, it only happens at season's end. I know a lot of fans don't like to hear that. Ken David says, hey, teacher twin here. Let's get philosophical. Oh, boy. He said, I believe that everyone has the ability to be a better version of themselves one day at a time. Who besides Claypool needs to hear that? Well, that's an easy hashtag ride or die group. Ken, thank you for the question. It's very philosophical that we all have the ability to be a better version of ourselves. I'm going to say that the other person that needs to hear that is someone I talked about a lot so far in this podcast is Devin Bush. Devin Bush needs to realize that even though this season hasn't gone the way he would hoped, this season hasn't gone the way that fans had hoped, that he absolutely is able to get better. He is absolutely able to be a difference maker still. He is the guy that I think needs to hear that, maybe even more so than Chase Claypool. 
get his confidence back, get his confidence built back up. It was great to hear Jeffrey Benedict on his Cutting Room Floor podcast say that the last two games might have been the best games of the season for Devin Bush since he injured his groin earlier this season. So maybe, just maybe, our, our fan eyes are kind of, you know, skewing the the result here and that he's actually playing a little bit better. But that's who would, I would want to hear that. Uh, good question, though, Ken. Thank you. Evan asks, going to be at the upcoming game versus Tennessee, do you think the Steelers start slow after the mini break or come out firing? Hashtag Ryder Dyker. Evan, to be honest with you, I would I would definitely err on the side of coming out firing. I think the Steelers are angry. I think the Steelers are frustrated. And I think that the offense is ready to kind of really buck some trends to try and go out there and make plays. And so I wouldn't be shocked if you see some no huddle. I wouldn't be shocked if you see some hurry up and tempo early on in the game. They need to try to make something happen. So that's my guess. Steel City said, will Zach Banner get any sort of playing time soon? That's a good question. Unless there's an injury, I don't think so. I really don't think so. I don't see how Zach Banner fits into the scheme at this point. Next year's a different story. With Chooks for being a free agent, Zach Banner might just be your right tackle. But it's been a weird and strange and sad and depressing year for Zach Banner. I'm sure this is one he wants to forget. Nonetheless, I don't think that you just throw him in there uh, unless you know, hey, um, unless you think it's going to be a, an improvement, which a lot of people do. But I've always said it. What has Zach Banner proven to us? Not much. Last question comes from Frankie. I think it's, I don't know if it's Callies, Callias. I'm sorry if I mispronounced it. He said, Jeff, if you were Mr. Rooney and had the keys to the kingdom, what immediate changes would you do right now? A lot of people might hate want to hear me say fire Mike Tomlin or fire Matt Canada or fire Keith Butler. I, I wouldn't do anything right now. There, there's nothing with the keys to the kingdom that helped me do would, would give me any power to do anything right now. Now in the off season, that's different. In the off season, I might say, "Hey Keith Butler, and we're gonna we're gonna go with a new set of eyes." I might say, you know. Um, we might make some changes on the coaching staff. We might let some players go that you wouldn't expect to let go. Uh, maybe uh, some of those would be to save salary cap space. Maybe some of those would be to maybe just because you don't like the player, how they have underperformed. All those things apply. I'm not making any decisions, though, if I'm Mr. Rooney right now. And then he asks also, how do you like your eggs cooked? That's a good question. I actually, my favorite eggs and this is something my great-grandmother used to make me all the time. I love bacon and eggs. Who doesn't like bacon and eggs? I actually like bacon and eggs, but I like the bacon to be cooked. Cut it up small, put it in a skillet, cook it. It's not, it's not all the way cooked, but close. Then put the eggs in, scramble them up together. That's my favorite. We have some late submissions here. Brian Haynes asked three questions. He said, can someone on defense not named Fitzpatrick, Water, Hayward make a play? That's a great question. I'm going to say that yes, and that's because Akella Witherspoon has had two interceptions in week 14 alone. I I don't think he's going to do that every game, but my goodness, someone else finally did make a play. Next question, given the current state of the team, are we going to the playoffs? As of right now, I'm going to say no. Can it change? It starts with a win on Sunday. And lastly, uh, Brian asked, do we get to see Zach Banner this year? Only Only if there's an injury, put it that way. All right, my Ride or Die crew, you did a great job. I always appreciate you, everyone that takes the time to ask me a question on Twitter. Remember, you can find me on Twitter at jhartman, H-A-R-T-M-A-N underscore P-I-T. Make sure you follow me, and every Tuesday around noon is when I put out that question and look for that Shooter McGavin gif. Shooter!
and make sure you respond underneath that tweet so that I answer your question live on the air. Other than that, I will be back on Friday. Myself, Blue Check back. We're going to be doing NFL game picks. We're going to be talking about the upcoming game. It's going to be exciting. What the Steelers need to do to beat the Titans. It's a huge game. A lot on the line, and we're going to talk about it all on Friday. In the meantime, BehindTheSteelCurtain.com should be your one-stop shop for all things Pittsburgh Steelers. Wherever you get your podcast, search Steelers or Behind the Steel Curtain, subscribe, follow, whatever you have to do so that you do not miss a thing. And as we always finish it out here, be safe, be kind, and God bless. Go Steelers. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan. And we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.